Hey guys, welcome back to the Garden of the Mind Audio Logs, a podcast about a podcast inside of a podcast talking about podcasts. Follow us along here while we create the Garden of the Mind. Conversations to cultivate a growth mindset. Did you ever grow anything in a vegetable garden or flower garden? Did you ever grow anything in the garden of your I'm your captain, Dean Yoakum. Let's go take a walk through the garden. Saturday, dude. It's Saturday. May the 4th be with you. It's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you? Oh my god. It's May the 4th be with you. Today is Star Wars Day, now and forever. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Garden the Mind. Audio Logs. Saturday. May the 4th be with you. 2019. Alright, let's see. What do we got on the docket for today? Edit sesh for Garden of the Mind, Epic Intro, Graham Hancock at Pal's Books, Jeep Log with Kyle, Whirlwind of a Week, No Coffee, Early Morning Log, and Reflections. Alright, let's do it. Bam! I'm done. Not, yeah. So this week started off with a really nice uh, recording sesh with Mike. Um, it was supposed to be the three of us getting together for the first time and doing a nice, uh, test run record and try to get an episode out. That was a good idea with the movie intro. Dude, right? Yeah. yeah. That was, I, that I awesome. thought of it and I even said that in my head in an emerging industry. Well, now I got it right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said it and then yesterday when Kyle was here, he just did it out of nowhere, and I was like, alright, <laughs> we'll do it. That's you didn't even say anything? No, I didn't say anything to That's him so at I was thinking of, like, how we could do an intro to this and shit, and then, yeah, dude. And then he did it, and then his voice to me, in my head, sounded better. Okay. Um, but Kyle got swept up with some shit and wasn't able to make it, so me and Mike had to pivot and improvise, and it was nice. It was really cool. We got into making the intro for the long-format podcast, Garden of the Mind, and it was super fun, and we got really excited about it, made this super epic intro, and we'll throw some of our excitement in and right in. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my god! Holy motherfucking shit, dude. <laughs> This is too epic. I didn't that's even just, put the rest of it yeah, in yet. But that's uh, just too epic. No, that was kind of awesome. <laughs> that was just, oh my god, too fucking epic, man. Uh, I'm just going to put it on the actual speakers real quick so I can both listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> in an emerging industry, clouded in uncertainty. 
right, so yeah, that was pretty cool, right? And then after we finished up that edit, I kind of went into explaining to Mike the three-way dynamic I see us all fitting into, and I pulled up the an article that explains the improv theories behind what I see us coming to. So the pirate. So for merit, the pirate represents the right side of the brain. They tend to make loud, bold choices as they take risks. As merit, oh, that's the guy whose theory this is. Well, his name is Merit. Okay. Yeah. As merit describes it, they have a fuck your fear kind of attitude. Big characters and wild physicality often come from pirate performers. So Kyle the pirate? Yep. Okay. And so pirates are good at strong initiations, big characters, big wise guys to the straight man in the scene, providing a high level of energy. So some dude who comes in and plays like devil's advocate. The robot is, the robot is the pirate's other half. They are all about the logic, the rules, the scene, and the world that is being created. But the pirate might have a tendency to run on stage with no idea. Robots tend to ground and justify a pirate's actions, often playing the straight man. But robots are good at adding necess- necess- ah, I can't say that word, but you can read. Information to a scene, re- keeping track of details and rules, justifying what's happening, even if it's ridiculous. Like a fucking horoscope or something. It is a little <laughs> bit, like it really does read like that. Yeah. Ninjas are all about true balance. They're versatile players and can take on the role of a pirate or a robot. As Merit sees it, all improvisers improvisers should strive to be ninjas. If it sounds like a tall order to embody the skills of both a pirate and robot, that's because it is. Ninjas do whatever is needed in the scene and are masters of both bold and logical choices. They stay on stage as long as they're needed. That would fit the third person description exactly. pretty pretty well. Right? And justification, activation, editing are what they're good at. I heard someone talk about this on a podcast a long time ago is where I got that brought to my attention about improv acting. And then that's when the excitement for the Graham Hancock's book came out because last week I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast that Graham Hancock was touring and wrote a new book called America Before and I got like super excited when I found out that he was actually going to be here in Portland. (laughs) I love book smells. Yeah. So, um, he went into all that, but the differentiator between that and what he was talking about in his book was the new studies into DNA of these tribes and the Denisovans and what we've gotten from evidence from the Neanderthals, the Denisovans, and how they've interbred with our modern human DNA. Yeah. And all that, and then where they've been found in the world and isolated too. And then other stuff, and it's that's what fascinates me. And I'm fucking probably gonna buy this book on Monday night and get it to sign it. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so, so yeah, it's at uh, seven p.m. Uh, and 
doesn't say anything about having to pay to be there. So. And it's at Powell's downtown? No, this one. Oh, okay. okay. Right here in Beaverton, so. Oh, yeah, then I could just probably just come right after work. Yeah, and me and Kyle are trying to meet up before, so I'm probably going to go straight from work. I get off work at 4, so I'm probably going to go straight from work. Take like a notepad and the finger of the prince, uh, fingerprints of the gods, because I'll probably get him to sign that too. Yeah. And uh, take that and just take notes. And as you heard last week, I had already talked to Kyle about it. So when I brought it up to Mike, it was really cool that he got excited about it. However, he was kind of tired and he did want to come to it but he ended up not being able to make it and so it was just me and Kyle that were able to go um however I was not on my game like I really wish I could have been because I kind of got caught up in a whirlwind of a beginning of the week because of this and was not prepared at the time to talk to Graham when I got up to being able to have my opportunity to meet him and talk to him because I got distracted and it took me forever to put together this episode for last week, the Audio Log 007, and I ended up staying up till 3 a.m. Monday morning editing it, and I only got about 10 minutes in. Fucking game on, pimp. Goddamn motherfucking audio log for Monday. Fucking Monday. April 29th, 2019. How was the day today, my friend? Fucking good, dude. What'd you do? Raise a little hell? Oh, nah, man. I Well, yeah, kind of. So the day started for me at the strike of fucking midnight. Oh, Are you serious? I did. I am. Are you excited, huh? I, I went to bed at three. Oh, <laughs> right? Some fucking narrations. So, yeah, no, I was editing the episode, the audio log, and I failed miserably. I only really? got about 10 minutes. It I gotta send you more. that other one I forgot. Oh, you, dude, it would actually help, but I figured out a workaround, so if you don't I get to it, it but, but it would actually make it sound better. There's um, so much. I recorded all of our shit. Yeah. The whole day. Yeah. And I just did, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna I just need that, mainly that one track where we did the audio log. So stoked for this, but no, I like kind of like everything on it, dude. Yeah, fuck yes, hell yeah. I've been uh, so the Native was, Americans 130,000 years and back. That's yeah, what he's saying. Exactly. Um, and, and so what I did was I did some more. Uh, I I refreshed myself on my 1491. So I listened to that audio book all day at work today and took notes for some like questions and then like kind of went over that and then listened to. Paired that with listening to his podcast with Joe Rogan that he just talked about this book with the Americas. Right. Uh, I just kind of gathered my thoughts on that all day because I was tired as fuck, man. Yeah. Just getting some caffeine because I had a because I get to work at seven thirty, so I was right. up till three doing the podcast, Damn. and then um, I know it's not do that right. Yet. 
Yeah, but it's going to be worth it, man. So I got to finish that episode tonight, too. So it's going to be another long night. But I'm going to fucking take a couple days and recuperate from this shit for sure. I'll send it over to you as soon as I get back. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. Okay. As I'm walking over, I'm all, uh, all right. So if that checks in there, that's a sign I got to buy his book tonight. And yep. visit. He's, this is going to be good content for the podcast. And yep. I was like, fuck. And I opened the fucking thing. And goddamn, lo and fucking behold, it was what there. was in there, dude? The fucking check was in there, so I gotta yeah. stop and cash it. Good. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah, fuck getting that book, and I brought the fingerprint book, so good. Get that signed from him. So I'm, I'm pretty more. stoked, man. I'm fucking tired as all hell, but we'll Excited. see. Yeah, you might lead the conversation because I'm totally tired. Fine. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of his shit. Good. I we'll mean, go over my notes, man. And his buddy that he travels with, I'd love Randall to talk Carlson? to Randall Carlson? Oh. Yes! Yeah, we... So, anyway. a big part of what I've gained from listening to this gentleman is, is people don't want to admit yep. that we are that far back. Yep. It's, and yep. It, 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 it changes everything. The, what what yeah. I find the most fascinating is that his... He's been barking this tree for a long time. Yeah. And he's still standing true. More evidence keeps coming out that he's... That can't prove him wrong. Exactly. Right? So, he... Dude, that's what I love. Every time we get together, we're on the same wavelength. Right? Like, we don't have to talk all the time. Exactly. We're there. And that's what's, like, like making it really golden to me right now. I also feel like my energy's coming back... Like, at work, it really tore me up for a while. Yeah. Like, I was really getting burnt the fuck out, man. I, I did, too. I was literally the same, and now I'm not worried, stressing so much about work. I'm getting burnt out with how much I'm dedicating to the podcast yeah. right now, and I just got to really find my balance in yeah. that, is what is, I'm, that's really, and I've been talking about it on the yeah. last, like, two yeah. episodes about it, so. I also find the podcast gives me, like, a way to, like, you know, like a therapy Boom, dude. I even said that on the last episode. Like, yeah. I have a lot of fucked up shit yeah. to talk through. Yeah, man. That's same. And not in like a bad way, no. but like this is how I You've dealt with it already, and it's going to be an right. example for other people right. on how to fucking like, like and yeah. it's also going to solidify how you dealt with it because right. that's how I feel about it, man. Right. There's days I don't want to do shit. There's days yeah, I fucking fuck, yeah. have a weird thought and have to brush it off. Yep. You know, you just got to fucking... If I smoke the wrong sativa, bro, I want to hurl myself off a bridge. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. When I smoke a nasty I sativa and my heart starts to beat... Ooh, There's boy. so much to balance with that, too, man. Like, in, in, you could have ate the wrong thing. Yeah, mental health's a motherfucker. Dude, but... You want to know what's crazy? We should what? talk about a placebo effect Dude, on the, the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, that'll I definitely be... I could launch of off that. Yeah. There's, there's so much more to that now. I was actually just telling myself that today because I thought I had this one right. thought. And I'm like, don't start thinking that shit, man, because then it's gonna become true because you're fucking placebo in that bitch. That's right. And I was, I, it, knowing it too gives you the power back sometimes too. Mm-hmm. This light is not turning green, and it's kind of annoying me. Yeah, I agree. I like we literally are just trying to go right there. <laughs> Thank you. It hurt me. I was thinking about trying to, uh, my next paycheck, I want to buy us our phone. Right on, dude. All of it. Okay. But it was really cool because I slowed down and took the time to, not really realizing that I took that much time. And I 
learned a lot of cool other things like how to pan over here from the left ear all the way over here into the right ear and then all the way back over here into the left ear and then you come back right into the center and bring it back in and it's fucking cool and I learned how to do that and then a couple other things and took my time putting the episode together. So it was really cool, but it ended up taking me off into this whirlwind and then I was not on my game and not prepared for Graham. But it's cool because it let me learn a lesson on the next kind of opportunity I have for that. And I did get to talk to his wife and him and give them both business cards of mine and hope that maybe I will be able to cross my fingers and have him interviewed on a podcast one day in the future. But, you know, that's how the garden works. You start planting seeds and then let them grow. So after that, the week kind of slowed down a little bit. And I really started to reflect on a lot of stuff, and it was kind of cool. I started thinking a lot on the past, and a lot on what has brought me here, and where I've come from, and how I've been working forever to put a lot of this together. And it was really nice to take a breather like that and... Garden of the Mind, audio logs. Friday, May 3rd, 2019. <laughs> and get coffee, because I still haven't drank coffee. And coffee is God, so... I must go bow to God. So, um, I haven't done any of these this week, so I decided to wake up and do one early and fuck it all up. Anyway, I... I've had a really busy week. Um, it was like a whirlwind. Um, I... Didn't... It was nice. It fucking started off cool with Graham Hancock that I'm sure you'll get to hear a little bit of. I'll put it in here somewhere. Um, and that was amazing meeting him and getting his new book signed and all that jazz and going over that and gives me and Kyle a couple subjects to talk about on the podcast. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And then last night we um, met up and... Just kind of going over things I'm trying to inspire a rap out of them to do for the outro of the podcast. So we were working on that. And then he hasn't got to meet the rest of the crew yet. So he just needs to get Mike and then the whole crew knows each other. And that's kind of cool. So we got a nice little wolf pack starting. And we're going to come in. Uh, we're... We're going to start doing our hunting. Just uh, howl at the moon, baby. So uh, I'm going to take you out with that, and uh, you'll hear more from us tomorrow. <laughs>
was slowing down and catching my breath, I kept in my mind the quote from Seneca, if one does not know to which port one is sailing, no wind is favorable. But what it made me think of is what we can do is set this in a corner when we're like doing interviews or anything we're recording. We put this in one corner and his mic in the other corner doing omnidirectional. And then it just fucking makes a fucking cool ass room noise. Yeah, we could and see that how has, that works out. See it, how the audio you, comes sync, out. you sync those two tracks and you can just fucking drop the levels on them and put them in the background as like a. Right, right. As yeah. like the background noise. Yeah, which kind of just gives continuity to the whole thing. Yeah. So it was just an idea that I thought of when we I learned. We should try it, for yeah. sure. And that really kind of made me think a lot about constructive criticism and how to tease that out of people and really get the best out of how I can move forward and cultivate that data, right, and make this podcast better. Because it's one thing just to tell people about it and let them listen to it, but it's harder to get them to be honest about like what they don't like about it. Because they're really, in the end, trying to not hurt your feelings. So I would prefer you to hurt my feelings and just tell me what is wrong so I can make it better. And that really is how you fine-tune a diamond, right? And then today, it really solidified it when I l chose to listen to a Tim Ferriss podcast that he released interviewing Kevin Systrom. And they talked about that in there. I didn't listen to the entire interview, but it was very impacting to me because I was already thinking about it and then it kind of just I'm finding like everyone it's so weird that I talk to people about podcasts and it's all about music so <laughs> that's it's definitely yeah it's definitely a branch that we need to explore with this cuz it's part of creativity right right so i mean it leans into what we're playing with yeah i feel like we have a pretty good amount of like creativity going into this especially like with all the audio log stuff so Tons of it. Yes. Yeah, dude. The, I, I'm very proud of where the audio logs have come yeah, from, man. Yeah, those are badass. And it led to the overall theme of where I'm trying to go with things and stuff. And shit, and all that stuff, things and shits, right? So, yeah. Anyway, but I really wanted to leave you guys with this quote this week because it was brought to my attention and it really resonated with me. So again, I'm going to bring in Marcus Aurelius and this is from his Meditations, which is a writings of his journal that he wrote to himself to just be a better person, right? So here's the quote that I'll leave you guys with. We ought to do good to others as simply as a horse runs or bee makes honey. 
or a vine bears grapes, season after season, without thinking of grapes it has borne. That was totally not the quote I wanted to read, but it was a good one, and very, very similar to the one I did want to read, and I clicked the wrong tab. So you guys get two quotes, and get to, like, kind of hear me fumble and pick it right back up, right? So, here's the actual quote that I wanted to read to you guys, and here we go. Again, Marcus Aurelius from Meditations. The other one probably is just an adaptation of this one, and I like how this one articulates it better. So here we go. No matter what anyone says or does, my task is to be good, like gold or emerald or purple repeating to itself. No matter what anyone says or does, it's my task to be an emerald, my color undiminished. There you go, guys. Stay true to yourselves and just keep steadfast in your goals, but remember to keep a humble attitude about it and we will catch you on the flip. Hey guys, tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. Have a good Cinco de Mayo. Boom. Put that at the end. Friday morning love. So, yeah. That kind of shit and those kinds of stuff. And we'll just keep on trucking. And eventually we'll get all this shit here in the garden to grow. But, yeah. Stay tuned and We'll see you next week. Are you gonna be standing, Dean? Are you gonna be standing or sitting? Do you have a chair? No, no, that doesn't make noise. His books have sold more than five million copies worldwide and been translated into 27 languages. Hancock has a well-researched reputation of unconventional thinking with the courage to raise controversial questions about our history as a species. Please join me in welcoming Graham Hancock to the stage. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for being here this evening. I am enormously grateful for the support and, uh, and, and for the solidarity. The mainstream likes to call me a pseudoscientist as part of this presentation, but I'll try and talk us through them. Um, this is a book about America, so naturally I'm going to begin with ancient Egypt. <laughs> uh, and what we're looking at is a route to the sky and a journey along the Milky Way and the focus on the constellation of Orion. And I learned this as I was walking around Mount Bill, which anybody can do, and, and looking in the museum. 
Uh, and it came as a surprise to me that the constellation of Orion was a central feature of the Mississippi Valley religious system. They didn't depict it as a man, they depicted it as a human hand with the fingers pointed downwards and what is, what is often misinterpreted as an eye uh, in the palm uh, of the hand. Uh, however, it's a bit more complicated than that. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of bits from the notice boards at Malmville. Uh, the gateway or portal between the celestial realms and the earth disk was symbolized and artistically rendered as an open hand with an eye in its palm. We know this hand as part of the constellation of Orion. Once the portal was crossed, the souls of the dead began their journey by walking along a road or ribbon of light, the Milky Way. Uh, and the Milky Way was referred to as the path of souls uh, in the ancient Egyptian religious system. And Moundville became a place where the dead were brought to be buried because it